Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, it's the Playmakers, Adrian Hernandez, alongside Lindsey Brown, and the WNBA Free Agency Madness is continuing. So, we needed to get a WNBA insider, and we have Tarika Foster-Brasby on the line with us. She's worked with The Undefeated, The New York Times, ESPNW, and she was just named the sideline reporter for the upcoming season for the Connecticut Sun. So congratulations. Uh, you can check her out on Twitter at she knows sports, plural. She knows sports. Insider calls are brought to you by driveway.com. Looking for a car? Go to driveway.com where you can get pre-qualified, buy a car, and get it delivered. Tarika, we are so excited to have you on the program today because, honestly, I think this is the busiest offseason I've seen in the WNBA, but you have been part of of that tide and at least deeper in it. Would you agree or disagree? I would absolutely agree. First off, thank you guys for having me. I'm excited to be with you guys this afternoon. Um, But, yeah, this free agency was one, um, and and I thought that last year's free agency was pretty much a banger when we saw Candace Parker leave the Sparks to head to the sky. But this year, we definitely saw some moving pieces, um, even from a coaching standpoint. So um, this was definitely a free agency period that I think we're going to remember for a while, and it certainly has me looking forward to the season for sure. You mentioned the the coaching carousel. A quarter of the teams are are under new leadership, and I want to ask you specifically about Sandy uh, Brodello, who is the fourth head coach for the New York Liberty since 2017. Plenty of turnover. Uh, they added championship pedigree in the off season with the Dolison signing, and they have Sabrina Inescu. Uh, but that talent stable isn't the same thing that she had in Phoenix. So, what foundational elements of her system uh, do you anticipate to see in these early days with the Liberty, and how much of a challenge will it be to implement them? with this roster construction? Yeah, well, I definitely think that Sandy's going to bring an offensive mindset to this group. And one thing I'm really excited to see is how she develops uh, Sabrina Unescu. 
Um, I say that because I think under the Walt Hopkins system, we expected to see um, a, a big difference in her leap from Oregon to, to the, the WNBA. And unfortunately, we didn't really get to see that to the level that we expected to. Now, partly it's because, you know, number one, she was injured and ended up having to sit out the entire season in 2020. And then this past season, we saw glimpses of what that could be at the beginning of the year. But again, you know, injuries kind of got to her. She had a couple of do not plays. Um, and we never really got to see her fully develop. And I think that played a large role in part of the reasoning of them deciding to move on from Walt Hopkins because he had got such a young roster and there was such an expectation of development that we just didn't get to see. Sandy's able to do that. We've seen how she's been able to work with vets. We've seen how she's been able to put some strong personalities together to come away with teams who have sufficiently um, you know, been caliber, championship caliber type teams. Um, it can't possibly be easy to coach a, a, a BG and a Diana Taurasi and a Skyler Dickens all together. So, you know, the way that she was able to manage those personalities and build those relationships um, because she's been in the league for such a long time, I think that's going to translate well with such a young roster um, in New York. I love the addition of Stephanie Dawson. I love the deep inside presence that she's going to bring. Um, I love to see that Benajah Laney is going to continue to mature in that offense. So that's what I think is the most, um, exciting that, to, to see and to, to figure out how she's going to bring out the development of these young players to really push this team over the edge. So from New York, I'm going to take it all the way to the left coast. Um, some of the dust has settled. My heart's still a little torn, though, here in Vegas. Um, but with Liz Cambage, uh, first off, what are some of your thoughts on on the infamous tweet about Becky Hammond and her getting paid the million dollars? And then also her fit on the L.A. Sparks and how you feel that's going to help uh, them this upcoming season? You know, I'll tell you what I love about Liz. Liz does not care about what people think about her. And that is just so amazing to have when you um, are a person that's going to be active on social media. When you're a person that's going to be out in the forefront, you've got to have a confidence about you. Just really be like, you know what, I don't even care. And I love that about her. And it, it is one of the things that made this tweet so ridiculous when it comes to the people who misinterpreted it. Because if you understand Liz and you know how she operates, you know that, you know, she's definitely not coming at someone who worked so extremely hard to put themselves in a position to be a coach, um, to be a pioneer, um, and one of the people who really helped develop this league in Becky Hammond. She was absolutely challenging the status quo when it comes to the players, when it comes to the equity of the players. Um, and I commend her for that. And I think it's just ridiculous that anyone would have misinterpreted that to me more than what it was. It seemed like majority of us who followed her, who followed the sport, who read it, even though she didn't, had a very clear understanding of what she was getting at. You know, the league has Becky's contract is four times the player max salary, you know, and it is wonderful that Mark Davis is the type of owner who wants to, you know, place that value on the WNBA, place that value on the team. He sees the, this league as a marketable league. He sees that, you know, these women deserve to be paid. And so that it's, it's totally understandable, you know, that he would want to invest that much in a coach. People also have to understand that player salaries are bargained through CBAs. There's only so much that Mark Davis is going to do from a salary standpoint because the CBA limits um, what, it, what is or isn't considered the max and how much a player can make. But Liz absolutely was well within her rights to say, hey, if we're going to make allowances for, for coaches to make this kind of money, deservedly so, we need to be putting things in place so that players can make this amount of money. We need to be putting things in place so that players should, are not coming out of pocket to pay for more comfortable travel while we're flying commercial. We need to be making allowances for players to really get what they deserve. And I, I honestly had no problem whatsoever with that tweet 
My only problem came with the people who misinterpreted it in order to kind of cause a conflict that wasn't there. Tarika, this this conversation is going so well. If we were dance partners, I'm not sure who would be leading, but you you mentioned the status quo and the disruption. We we talk about investing in women, pay women, say her name, all these messages, and more importantly, the inspiring events and people have been spearheaded by the WNBA, and it started way before 2020. Those of us that are paying attention know that. But a couple weeks ago, it was announced that the league secured its first ever capital raise to a tune of $75 million to, quote, be used for a brand elevation and marketing, globalization of the WNBA, blah, 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 blah. Health coverage is included, which is gargantuan. But can you scrub off some of the shine of the the legalese here and really tell us how these funds will be distributed? Because like you said, with the CBA, this is this is a different pot that this money is going into, right? Yeah, so that's a very great question that I wish I could even answer in better detail because I know probably about as much as you do when it comes to exactly how these funds are going to be spent. Like, I'm I'm interested myself in seeing exactly how the WNBA plans to distribute this capital in order to build this particular um, – continue to put out this brand um, that, they're, that they're alleging to. I mean, when you think about who some of these investors are, Paul Gasol is one of the investors, Baron Davis, Nike. Nike's already a partner um, in, in, in empowering the WNBA and with a lot of their athletes and sports brand athletes. And so I think it's going to be interesting. Like, for me, it's, you're coming off of your 25th season. You are in a position where the growth of women's sports in terms of people watching, the audience, the, the people wanting to get behind it, you're in an era right now where this is literally the best time. There is no better time. We've seen, you know, the viewership of the WNBA increase over the last couple of years. And with that, having this amount of capital to put behind the continuation of growth in that, it would make sense for the league to look at how they can continue to better market this. How can they continue to put their players in a better light, in a position to where People are getting to know them so that they resonate with an audience. Um, I hate to kind of be the person to like throw this under the bus, but if you are looking at athletes unlimited right now, there are so many things mm. that can be taken away from how the AU model is putting out their players, um, how the AU model is putting um, social content creators. People have already been there and been around to help grow this league. Those are things that I think the W can take away from that, and only having this amount of money can help with that, help globalize the WNBA. I mean, you guys have got players that are continually playing overseas that are that have a huge name overseas. How are they leveraging that and bringing those particular brand standards and bringing those type of players, the type of notoriety that they have, how are they leveraging that here in the United States? They haven't been, right? And so I just hope that they do take these funds to continue to build on that, to continue to tell the story, to continue to really put some put some capital behind those who have been building this league from the ground up, some of these grassroots media outlets and stations and people who have really been putting some, some legwork behind growing the league. I'd love to see the W continue to build on that and that structure as well as using it to also increase the quality of what they're providing for their players and their athletes and their staff. Absolutely. Competition breeds competence. And so I I think it's good to see that there's other options besides going overseas to really help push the WNBA because 
the the CBA runs through 2027, and and we had Miles mm-hmm. El- Elric on the on the show a couple weeks ago, and we were talking to him about Courtney Vandersloot. And at the time, her negotiations were a lot more contentious with uh, Chicago. She has since re-upped and re-signed. They got Kalia yep. Cooper re-signed and all that, or Copper re-signed and all that too. But her Russian team was basically incentivizing her to sit out, and so I'm worried because when you see that type of uh, investment from the top level and you have a CBA renegotiation that's so far out, you're you're kind of looking at our economic situation. You're like, oh, this kind of looks the same. And so if if all of a sudden they have better options and they're not willing to come back to the table to renegotiate, is that something that you think is in the realm of possibility? Because otherwise you could run into a situation where your talent could leave. Well, it certainly is in the realm of possibility, and it's not the first time that we've seen this. I don't know if you remember or not, but a couple of years ago, Russia paid Diana Taurasi to sit out the season, and mm. she did it. <laughs> she did it. She's like, you know what? It's good. I'm going to take this opportunity to rest my body, and I'm still going to be paid for it. So it's not like this is the first time that this has happened. So I don't want to say that the CBA and not being able to negotiate sooner will make someone change their mind about doing that, because, again, we've already seen it happen. But it certainly is something that one wants to be considered of. I do think that the addition of adding an additional professional league here in the United States that can give players the opportunity to still make money, to work for a great cause, to continue to stay in shape, and to also still have a break. Um, and, I, and that's important. I mean, when you have these mm. women who are continuing to play overseas, they're playing day in, day out. It's one of the reasons that um, in Dufal decided this year she wanted to take some time to give her body a rest. She's been playing nonstop for the last seven years between playing in Spain, her other overseas ob- obligations, and then playing here in the WNBA. It becomes tiring and taxing. And I think another thing that's important to note is, you know, having that, as you mentioned, competition um, here in the United States, it gives the coaches and it gives the team an opportunity to have their players available at the start of the season. I mean, how many times have we not seen full rosters or we've seen training camp players um, have to fill in on a roster because someone who was key to that particular lineup wasn't available at the time because they were still fulfilling their overseas obligations. So, yeah, there's a lot to be said um, for being able to play here. There's a lot to be said for not being able to negotiate a new CBA to give these people, uh, give these women an opportunity to make more money, give these players an opportunity to uh, to earn a little bit more here. But I think that those will sl- slowly and slightly be changing um, as we continue to move into different optics. I mean, listen, I love Athletes Unlimited, and I love what it's being able to do um, in terms of showing that there can be other alternatives that can be beneficial from a financial standpoint and then also just from an opportunity of being able to play with people that you love. I heard so many people over the last couple of weeks say how much they enjoy the game now. And I don't think that that's shade to the W to say, hey, we don't like playing in the W, but I think that it says something when, you know, you're in a place where you absolutely feel free and you're, and you're enjoying what you're doing in your off season. So It's a grind when happens. you're in season. I'm t- Like, I used to play uh, ho- hockey, and I loved summer off-season training because everybody wasn't taking it seriously. It felt like you were playing as a kid, but in season, everything was just so damn serious all the time. It's a grind. And then think about the schedule this year, Lindsay. Like, seriously, there's so, 36 games this season, which is totally fine, but because there's FIBA basketball in September – the season again kind of reminds you of the of the bubble season where so many games were so close to each other. Now you're still throwing in the commissioner's cup. You're still trying to throw in an all-star game. You still want to throw in um, a couple of, of weeks off or at least a week off. So there's going to seriously be a grind this season in order to have everything done before FIBA World Play starts. 
Um, and, and if you're someone coming from overseas, that really puts a strain on your body. But what else do you do when majority of your majority of your bread is coming from there? So, again, we'll, we'll definitely see. On the line, Tarika Foster, Brasby, sideline reporter for the Connecticut Sun. Be sure to follow her on Twitter. She knows sports. And here in Vegas, past two years for the Aces, a loss in the finals. And last year, game five, loss to the Phoenix Mercury with Becky Hammond re-signing Asia Wilson, some of the free agency moves that we've made. Uh, what can we expect for the Aces uh, this upcoming season? Well, you're definitely going to have a lot of room for Asia to work in the paint now that she's not there with Liz, and that's no shade to Liz, but she definitely looks like a kind of a different individual when she is the person that can dominate inside alone. So we're, I'm certainly hoping that Becky will uh, come up with a strategy that, that, again, allows her to continue to be that dominant presence. And I love that they recently just signed Kalani Brown to a training camp contract. Kalani is someone who kind of got the shirt end of the stick in her start down in Atlanta, but I think being able to come to a franchise that realistically um, is kind of being like brand new all over again, right? I mean, you've been under the bill that Lambeer um, coaching college over the last couple of years or since they've been um, a, a franchise, honestly, and it's going to be different. Like what Becky Ham is going to bring to the team is going to be different. Her coach, coaching style is different, and I think that's going to be good for the team, and I think it's going to be good for Kalani. So it's just seeing how she's going to be able to fit in and if there's chemistry there to hopefully lock her into a contract is going to be extremely interesting. Um, the loss of Angel McCautry, we didn't really get to see um, a lot of her because of her injury, but I think we saw enough of her to know that that was something that could have, you know, had she been able to play last season, that could have been enough as far as outside shooting. That would have been great to, to give that the Aces that additional push that they needed to bring them into the finals. But I don't see this team slacking on anything. I don't see this as a team that is going to drop off at any rate just because they're under new coaching and have some new pieces. Um, I, I want to see this team continue to get over that hump. This could be the year that they do it. They've got some competition, though. It's not going to be easy when you've got Chicago wanting to run it back. They've got a big three in Phoenix now. Connecticut still a team that you want to look out for. So it certainly won't be easy for Las Vegas, but I do think that they're certainly going to be one of the top four left standing at the end of the year. Trika, last one before we let you go. You mentioned Angel McCautry, and she's headed up to Minnesota for the Lynx, and those are very, very near and dear to my heart. But they haven't been the same since Maya Mora left, and that's okay. She's on to worthier arenas and challenges. But how competitive will Cheryl Reeve get this group, and what issues do you think this roster is better equipped to handle versus the last couple of seasons? Well, you know, the best ability is availability, right? And over the last couple Retweet. of seasons, there's always been that one or two people who – just hasn't been available. Um, losing Ariel Powers was big. Um, there were, you know, some moments losing the Fiza. She's out, you know, I believe, if, if, if I'm not mistaken, I think she's having a baby, right? Isn't the Fiza having a baby? So I think she might be out for a better, a good part of the season, but availability is going to be super important. And then also remember, you know, this is Sylvia Fowles' last rodeo. She's retiring this year. So you have to expect that they're going to do their best to make sure that they Send their, send their girl out uh, on, on the highest note absolutely possible. Um, Cheryl Reeves is definitely a coach that you don't want to count out, right? She knows how to get players in the shape. She's getting some great players back. Laysia Clarendon resigned. She's coming back. How important was it to have Laysia on the team? I mean, they were someone who honestly brought a fire off the bench. Um, it's just so much that you can look forward to in Minnesota. And you certainly, again, no matter how they start, they always seem to know how to finish. They've always been a group that has been defensively sound. Cheryl Reeves preaches that. She stays on that. Um, and so I expect them to 
you know, at least finish in the top half of the standings. I honestly don't see Minnesota as a team that's going to make it to the semifinals or finals this year, but I don't think that they'll be at the bottom of the totem pole at all. This is a team that's going to do their best to send Sylvia Fowles out the right way. Angel's going to bring a lot to this team. She's certainly going to bring perimeter shooting. She's certainly going to bring a veteran presence. Um, Cheryl Reed is going to appreciate that. But, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go all in on Minnesota this year. Not this year, but another time. We're building, we're building, we're coming for it. One of these days, one of these years. A fantastic first impression, even better conversation with Tarika Foster Brasby, uh, ESPN senior social specialist, writing for the undefeated ESPNW fan sided, among other things. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you guys. Absolutely. We'll have to have you on uh, closer to the WNBA season and in season as battle lines have been drawn. I'm sure that we'll we'll all just gather together around our Lindsey Whalen fandom. But insider calls are brought to you by driveway.com. Head to driveway.com today to shop more than 25,000 new and used cars in driveways nationwide inventory. And on the other side of the break, stirring up that pot. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 